Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have some enlightenment special for today. And we do have some background noise accompanying us, but it should be faint to where you <clears throat> don't hear it too much. When it comes to choosing oneself, those of us with a unconsciously loving cycle, so when you accept who you are with flaws and imperfections, when you're able to maintain a restorative embodied self and a differentiated self is how you move into life. So this means your own thoughts and emotions. You do not use your siblings, your mother, your father, your parents, mother, mother, father, father. You don't use the heritage to define your thoughts and emotions. You use Mahasamadhi when you are dealing with any other person that is not yourself. Essentially, anything that is not your body, your own conscious thinking is something that is shared with you and this is very straightforward for the love cycle people because we will have chosen ourselves meaning if something comes up where i think and feel a certain way and someone wants to tell me it's not so i'm not going to debate with them necessarily but i won't take their word for it i mean it's my body you're not in it so you can make all the statements you want you're also not in my brain and this is where the differentiated self of a person who's driven by agency, again, restorative embodied self, and using mindsight, mindfulness, mind sifting, all these words, basically applying an inner growth mindset, because what is inner growth? It's about looking at all topics that come your way in duality, but with neutrality. And neutrality is there because you don't have this thing, oh, I'm defective, let me get grandiose about it, or let me get limited about it now the people with shame cycles it's heartbreak gut wrench torn apart and there's this feeling of defectiveness in the body it's not in the head it's not thoughts yet it's in the body first it's this heart that actually is your one-year-old for those who are out of it you know what i'm talking about for anybody who's not i will describe a little bit so um not too much though but that one-year-old is the attached, panicky, one to three. However, again, it's something that you feel you're wrong. You feel something's off. And it's really fear because there's a caregiver and or more. There's a household that you're not feeling met in where you need to be met with contingent communication. And that's where inconsistency breeds insecurity to any human being because we need consistency in order for us to know and knowing is what uh, existentially speaking a person actually wonders about when it comes to meaning and purpose anytime people talk about meaning and purpose the fact that you're just alive and you have a name for some is not enough their drive is belonging or certainty and so there's that and then there's also again the shame cycle so i'm unworthy or defective or grandiosity which really is a person who never gained their actual sense of self and therefore they created this inflatedness and you can tell when someone's grandiose by their energy for those of us who are 5d mystics in the enlightenment so age group but also just because they're a fake confident person what true confidence looks like is something equating to humble energy and actual uh quite distinctive tones quite distinctive brains you'll find that the more people mature 
in their actual confidence. The more they have Krishna Lila, Shiva and Kali are pretty much in the back of the room because there's curiosity that grows as you grow more and more compassionate beyond a shadow of a reason due to knowing that most people have a shame cycle. And those who don't, again, they're actually love cycle people. They have accepted who they are, whether they came out of a shame cycle or not, and they're letting people know, hey, you know what? It's really great to be a human. We got a lot of great qualities and we're all different. And we support each other's differences because nobody is ignorant in the sense of thinking that we know everything or that anyone has to choose one belief system or another. So open-minded people. Open-minded because they recognize the difference between their own physical safety, which is the only time they would want to be in their self-preservation mode. So they choose to use their cortex more than their brainstem. In time, they choose to be less reactive because they want to behave in a way that is true confidence versus what is fake confidence, which is what we see teenagers, though, doing. And, you know, the teenagers grow up to be the adults. So what do we get when we get teenage adults? We get spite, envy, jealousy. We get communities of non-disciples who are telling each other what to do and how to do. And that's where we see the world except for, obviously, the enlightened leaders, which, thank goodness, there are those who are there. But they're not very popular, I might add, because, you know, there's a lot of the adaptive children leaders, and you know how children get when they get all rowdy and, you know, and they're all insecure, and they get into these little vengeful, spiteful energies. They, they think they're badass. I remember being a teenager, I was not one of them, but around them, and none of them are reliable. In fact, it's because they're inconsistently inconsistent with themselves, but that's also because they weren't met with consistency. So they don't know that they're not defective inside until they do, and if they do, then they grow more and more compassionate and grown-up-like. There's a very beautiful energy when you meet grown-ups. There's a very beautiful energy when you meet people who love humanity. There's a very beautiful energy when we meet 5D educators and know that there's a buttload of them out there. Thank goodness. As for people, there's not as many functional adults. So we want to add to that group of people, my lovely IHP community. And uh, everyone every year gets a choice if they want to expand or not. So we're going to do a little bit of 5D mystic stuff. We had our new moon. And me... Choosing me means with unconditional love, you have your thoughts and emotions and you can have whatever thoughts and emotions you want and fuck those who don't want to hear you, basically. Re respect, obviously. So what this means is you learn how to work with your brainstem and not be reactive, with your limbic system and not get emotional and you use your cortex, your thinking brain, to speak your words. You learn how to be in your ventral vagal state and Krishna Lila in your body. And so this is not hard to do when you're confident which means if someone's yelling in my face, they're insulting me. They're being in a very, very, very yellow or red zone that I, the human being who's the adult, who's in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, who's the Zen master of ourselves, gets to engage with the disciples, non-disciples, in the way that the Zen master, but even more different because, well, the Zen master is actually saying, let me enlighten you. Let me support you on your transformational journey. And we're not. We're saying, here's what it means to be a human. And here's what it means to be truly confident. Oh, by the way, here's what it means to be truly loving. Oh, and here's what it means to actually be intelligent, even with ignorance. 
horrible in geography. Don't ask me where places are. I'll be like, ah, don't ask me about drama land, people, their names, singers, whoever they, I don't know any of this. I'm very non-cultured, but what I am cultured about is something called being a decent human being. And that means recognizing when people are suffering versus insulting them, judging them, being a petty little teenager who then goes around thinking that they're badass. They're not badass. And here's what the beauty is of moving beyond all belief systems is knowing, yeah, they have one life to live, 24 hours, and they haven't even done half of anything of what they could be because they didn't choose themselves. And they chose a story and they chose to ignore their opportunity to expand. Why? Because of ego. Mm. But they got a story for the ego. Oh, the, the spiritual bypasser people have a story for the ego. So beautiful to watch them walking around with their feet, bare feet, hugging trees, looking at those other people, thinking that they have somehow become enlightened because they can have clairs and whatnot. And the same thing goes for the other individuals who, because they did a couple of courses with Sadhguru or whatnot, they're like, oh, let me flaunt around how much of a spiritual leader I am here. In the meantime, they're having a bunch of shit go down in life. And that is very, very not enlightening in any way, shape or form. They don't have it together because they did not actually tend to their own inner world and get out of the shame cycles that they're in. Inner critic, outer critic, denying through drugs, sex, food, alcohol. And that's not the only stuff. Let's say how to spend a day without doing anything except for be in a low energy. And then withdraw and do it again tomorrow and again and again and say life sucks. Not I actually do a bunch of things that aren't really good for my body. And maybe I'm around a bunch of people that aren't good for me either. But, you know, for the people part, when you grow into your own actual loving self, they can't really affect your energy. If there's anything that you affect, is you give support to those individuals and maybe one day they'll figure out how to be compassionate human beings and their own true confidence too by the way because if you hang around people enough you might learn a thing or two so if a person has individuals who are functional adults and they share with them manners and they consistently show up which is what unconditionally loving people do we consistently show up we don't turn our backs on our friends we don't turn our backs on anyone just because they got a little rude. In fact, if anything, we know that the ones who get rude are the ones who need to be shared. Hey, it's not cool. Let's talk about this because, you know, it's just not cool. There's no need. As a teenager, I didn't actually have the care to bother with that just because I'm busy with life. I was busy. I'm still busy. As an adult, I care to share a message with other adults and the Enlightenment community is that I would say it's beautiful to know. As Sadhguru points out, anyone can become enlightened. It's not heaven sent, snap and done. What I will share though, it's a choice. It's a choice that people make. So for me, love cycle, very straightforward. In fact, I've met a person who also has a love cycle, very beautiful, beautiful woman. And she's on that same boat because of the way she described how she doesn't have hatred for humanity. There's just no way she's ever been able to have this feeling. And I was like, yeah, me neither. We had a light, nice, lovely conversation. 
and this is a love cycle person the person and people who have relationship with their emotions and so no matter what will have taken place emotions are part of life it is not based on anything but i did use the word luck with her and that's just because so many people out there apparently think that those of us who smile at life are lucky and it's okay they can think whatever they want what we know is we made a choice of exploring our thoughts and emotions now again shame cycle people they don't know the psychoeducation which is why i share with you defectiveness is the feeling the body holds at the level of the heart suppressing it through agents and through activities that are compulsive the disciples that want to kick out the compulsive thief are very very much adaptive children who are trying to say we're right and they're wrong and you need to do what we want you to do because it's all about us we want power and control over the situation we know what it means to be a human and we're making it so and we don't care if you say something otherwise and if you don't listen to us we're going to retaliate and here's where all those lovely spiritual bypassers using the name of jesus when they should not because jesus talked about forgiving turning another cheek and there's so many different ways that people do not use this name especially with 5d being oneness consciousness christ consciousness they don't use the name appropriately no 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 they go around thinking they're lighthouses and others are dark houses and it's like mm, i think you need again a refresher on forgive them for they do not know and then more of zen master stories and then here adaptive children anyone your rigid mind is not the optimal mind you could have your rigid ego is also not the confident ego by the way your narcissism bubble somewhere was broken along the lines and you have discussed towards your very own species some might have a very very bad shame cycle some might just have a bit bad cockiness shit going on because they grew up as teenagers and then now they're the adults so there's different layers and levels you will note when somebody has human suffering because of the way and when i say this what i'm saying is someone with complete attachment wounds ruptures and um unresolved trauma in a way that affects them they're not choosing consciously to be an asshole they actively have unresolved trauma and the part that is sad is the ignorant adaptive children who want to go around shouting to these individuals treating them like shit and actually getting pissed in ways that are beyond a shadow of a doubt ignorant again and again and again is that word that i will use so while i will acknowledge my ignorance on geography on culture on a lot of things what i am not ignorant on is how to treat human beings and that's because this is the enlightenment soul age group we respond and we respond only with love there is no need to be in any way shape or form an arrogant asshole to any human being on the face of this planet and while other people who don't know about somatics or trauma but they study the basics of psychology and they actually go around thinking that they can say that's an evil person they didn't study enough yet there is no evil there's shame and people who have defectiveness cycles who don't learn how to make use of their own beautiful beautiful personality because of feeling that they're not going to succeed and then they have a shit show of people around them who are not successful either but somewhere they got into a little group and they decided we're the group that rocks and rolls like teenagers and now we're going to go around showing all these other people how to do life so the people that become their own zen masters we walk around 
with love in our hearts and our mouths because we are actually people who engage in our ventral vagal nervous system without needing necessarily yoga. And while, again, some can call it luck, I call it making a conscious choice of forgiving and being an actual person who has compassion beyond reason because it is a choice we're able to make. The ones who don't have the ability, they will have a lot of remorse, regret, and low energy. And so this is where it can go in many different ways. And we're not going to be venturing off into that topic necessarily. But what we want to venture off into is the community of the Zen master adults. 5D mystics, this lovely new moon brought you the ability to speak further more from your higher heart, your higher throats, and your higher selves. And the individuals who are actively here in our lovely enlightenment. So age group, you guys also and gals have been expanding your physical mastery, learning how to work with the energetic charge and your clairs, actively sharing your messages of love and your messages of support to those around you. So every year we have a cycle, by the way, and I think we mentioned this more than once. Every year you and I, all of us, get to choose if we're going to expand consciously or not. For the love cycle people, we are a constant expansion of consciousness because we will have began with choosing ourselves. As differentiated selves with the love cycle, I have personally chosen myself since I was a child. That's why at three I was able to say to my mom, you can't spank me, it's my body. And then to go ahead and make my suitcase once she did spank me. She did not hear what I said to her and therefore I'm going to, you know, go and leave but I didn't leave of course and this seems like a silly example but it is not it's an indication of a person who has what is called a differentiated self thank you Daniel Siegel for making me aware of that as I asked him a question and presented the story he said this is really awesome that you are already at three a differentiated self telling your mom you can't spank me it's, it's my body and it was a little spanking not an abusive situation but this is what differentiation of the self it's you taking ownership of your thoughts and emotions now people with shame cycles and heartbreak gut wrench they have a feeling of defectiveness at the core this is the strategy that the body had and has because some still have it um, taken up in order to meet a sense of stability somehow with a household and an environment that does not provide a consistency. Now, people can attribute love cycles to whatever they want. I'm a person who's moved beyond all belief systems. I have a relationship with this field of energy. I can call it Akash. I can call it the source of life and love. And that's just a human being who consistently is not afraid to connect with this lovely field and mysticism is what brought me to it spirituality with Sadhguru expanded it which is why i still do like akash as a word but it's a field of energy that science community talks about so neuroscience and physics is what plan to integrate as we move forward you all know this in the meantime what i was trying to get to the people who don't get to choose as children to feel unconditional love with flaws and imperfections so they don't begin a life with their own agency and their own ability to become 
the beautiful personalities they are they get to make choices every year i have noticed the patterns i've shared with you the patterns and you know it's interesting when you're tapped into your oversoul and they consistently choose not to expand okay so as a channeler I expanded not only to my oversoul, also the collective and the collective at large. And because there are themes during those lovely quarterly, I always pick it up. And what is fascinating is that around the same time, you will consistently be given opportunities to expand. So right now, for example, there are people that are loved ones and they're being given again opportunities to expand. Last year and the year prior and the year prior, so many, many years, it's been that a lot of people I know, they don't take up this expansion opportunity. They are solidifying where they're at, okay? So this is something that we've also discussed. As a Chandler, this doesn't affect me, but I can pick it up because I'm connected to my oversoul and the entire collective is also part of our oversoul again. It's the individuals who need to look at their own energy levels and their own patterns of behavior. And they need to choose themselves if they want. But you can't choose yourself if you're not presented a mirror that is completely in compassion and unconditional love. Because that's the only mirror that will dissolve, give the opportunity for a human being to say, you know what? I'm not defective because there's actually these people right here or one. Even In fact, all you need is one. One person makes a difference. To look at a person in the eyes and to let them know you're perfect. It's okay, you're imperfect. We all are. It's the feeling that will allow the person to identify potentially the defectiveness and then make a conscious choice. I'm not unworthy. I don't feel, I shouldn't. So with the psychoeducation or without, with, it helps them know what is actually taking place in their body. Without, they still have choices they can make. So I want to move into becoming a more healthy human being and disengage from vices that are not good for me because of recognizing, again, low energy patterns that don't get you to succeed in life. But before you can even remotely consider success, you will have to see your own heart as whole and know it's a muscle. It can't be broken, but that this defectiveness, unworthiness feeling comes from a one-year-old and different experiences following that that hid the shame. And so it is only through compassion beyond a reason that compulsiveness gets shattered because a person has the opportunity to expand their awareness of themselves. When you see a community of people who don't support each other for an enlightenment soul age person, it's a very, very, a very repetitive pattern because I've seen it everywhere personally. And I see it online too. So the 5D educators are the ones who support stopping this thank goodness the neuroscience people are explaining how the brains work of human beings so that they can get it together with the whole groups and not groups for my community those of you who are not mystics you still can have takeaways from this entire episode and all our episodes because 
you becoming a functional adult is you being in the green while being able to work with loved ones support loved ones and just be consistently present in a way that allows those who are still alive inside because some people they're not some people they choose to go down with their ship and it's very sad because the reality is it's a, a lifestyle choice so you know drinking all day or just playing all day or doing different things that again waste your time and your energies don't move into a direction there's also to say that life presents to you the people that can bring you to move beyond patterns and while 4d 3d community talks about this as you changing here's where the disconnect takes place so you're not changing you're creating a relationship with the self that's you. This is why left and right mode, you move into integration of the mind only if you work with your own thoughts and emotions and your body as a part of this. Choosing yourself is you beginning to understand you are a differentiated person only if you want to. Until that day, most people don't. I know many people don't. When presented with the opportunities, the resistance is, is not there because they are not... <laughs> The resistance is there because they consistently, with obtuseness, cling on to the energy and the way they're thinking. So they don't move into softness in their bodies. And that's why they don't mature beyond their teenage years. Their energy does not mature because they emotionally don't mature and they mentally don't mature. And they keep on using cliche sentences. It's a very reductive life. People get presented opportunities. Every community has those who expanded and are expanding. Is why it's something that is a constant gauging. And every year there's an opportunity. So right now, people are getting to clear again the slate if they want and to try a do-over. If they choose themselves, they will move into a new version of themselves because you dismantle the old dismantling does not mean you get rid of it means you add to so shame needs to first be seen the whole defectiveness and then it will be how's the word if a person chooses themselves in life they will dissolve this idea this illusion they will understand it practically and again it's because they feel if you feel unconditional love which is what compassion is beyond a reason, when you're told you're unconsciously loved and you accept that love, you accept that you are unconsciously loved with your flaws and imperfections by another. Take my hand. That's what people do when they're functional adults. The people who want the hand, they take it. And in that moment, like the Zen master, where this compulsive thief basically shatters cries at his feet although the story doesn't even do justice to what actually happens when a human being begins to peek out of their shell because they realize they are worthy it is something that to a person who knows what it means because worthiness is a silly word meaning when you know unconditional love for yourself and you see another person embracing it it makes you cry because you will feel another heart opening up to their own life it's like the tinkerbell with the fairies 
And so here's what a person who's a Zen master of themselves is an enlightenment so age person. A person who's compassionate beyond a reason who will get emotional when you see a person finally choosing themselves, meaning they, they recognize in their entire body that they are lovable. The opposite happens when a person instead chooses not. It's heart-shattering, to say the least, and it's with the vengeance and spite, and, and there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of... The teenager with the one-year-old who's still spiting the parent, there's still the scared, 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 I'm unworthy. So that one, it's, um, it's heart-shattering. And it is a feeling that I can describe. We've, we've discussed that. It's not death because obviously there is no death until you physically die. But it is a um, choosing not to live one's own self. Choosing not to live one's own uh, personality. And there's a rebirth though. Because obviously if there's a shattering, there's going to be still as long as you live opportunities for people to come into contact a heart that shatters is a figure of speech but it's still you still have a heart you're still interacting with humanity and as long as you're interacting even with just life form you can be isolated but if you're interacting and there's an energetic exchange there's always room for hope this is the part that a person chooses life chooses themselves now the part about when they don't and let's say they stay within this state of, I have not chosen me. Here's where, remember, we have other soul age groups. We also have uh, the inner critic, outer critic, shame cycle, compulsiveness, drugs, alcohol, sex, food, um, a lot of just doing nothingness, okay? So people who lead specific types of lifestyle choices. And they withdraw, and they don't isolate. They live within communities. That's all. In fact, it's not something that we will do anything about. What this means is the laws decide certain aspects. When it comes to you in the street, as long as you respect the rules, you can do whatever self-sabotaging you want with yourself. Nobody's going to be able to stop you. And if you have a group of people that don't know anything about somatic sensory motor and trauma, so they're not functional adults. They're all the non-disciples who think they know shit, but they don't. And they treat each other in ways that are of the, like these disciples. So they gang up all together. They decide, ah, that, that's the compulsive thief. Those are the, we don't want you. Now we're going to come and point a finger and we're going to keep on harassing you, harassing the shit out of you and making you consistently doubt who you are. This is the ganging up of people, of communities that think they're doing some justice when they're not. They're just being jerks, like teenagers are. But they're grown-ups thinking that they're badass and that they're teaching somebody or more than just somebody how to live. So we don't teach each other how to live by doing that. Compassion beyond reason. Compassion because compassion means you being able to be respectful towards others' differences and actually treat people with decency. When you look at another human being with the eyes of unconditional love and they don't know these looks because they're not looked that way, they will know a feeling that will be different. And that is all they need in order to choose themselves. They need the motivation. 
They need the purpose, the reason. And if there is anything, they will find it. That this is still a conscious choice that a human being makes. So when people don't find it, they give up on their life. And they live whatever looks like a life. It's not a life for those of us who know what it means to live a life. And to the movies, though, and anyone that's a, a non-disciple, and so anyone who's not in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, or a functional adult with a lot of somatics trauma and sensory motor informed stuff. So it means you know there is no evil. There's only people who need a very good somatics therapist if they still have a defectiveness shame cycle. They need to hear about Gabor Matei when he talks about the uh, addictions that are not supportive for people and that people need help. They need to hear Basil van der Kolk. They need to hear Pat Ogden. They need to hear Janina Fisher. They need to learn from the experts, Stephen Porges, what it means to be human. And they need to know yoga. It's a portfolio of ventral vagal exercises. It helps you to use your body and mindfulness, by the way. It's your own brain. There is nothing that is specially for anyone. It is not a supernatural entity. It is you, the human version of you. Obviously, here's where. When you're in the middle and you get to hear all of these different, the human, spiritual, and spirituality elements information, it allows you to learn the psychoeducation. That's, that's where I, I just add that little piece for my lovely 5D mystics and anyone who wants to move into the Enlightenment Soul Age group and the personal development piece, of course. I'm sure there are plenty of people that are smart enough to want to be curious about the mystics and the world of mysticism because you know that it's not something good or bad since these would be people that are very much aware of the good science, the good educators, the 5D educators. Choosing oneself is possible when someone reaches out and says you are loved for who you are and I don't ask you to change because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Why would you change? Why would you not accept the beauty that you bring to this world? And therefore, when that is done and the motivation, the right motivation, the right reasons, so there can always be reasons for people, there's hope. And FYI, Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we never lose hope. We always stick together and we don't abandon the shit. We don't abandon our loved ones. We don't, again, uh, refuse anyone who wants to live life. We always have plenty of love to share because that's what a love cycle person actually has. We don't turn off. How do you turn off love? How do you turn it off? Even when it's being brought to your forefront that it might not really exist so whenever people will have had experiences that are heart shattering right when our loved ones lie they uh, treat us in certain ways they attack they are rigid they judge they create these types of conditions that are absurd uh, all of the non-disciple stuff there's so many of them out there there's so many people that are still in this teenage version of themselves. So when we meet all of these things, and here's where the Oversoul, the only reason the Oversoul is different for 5D mystic is because we will pick up when they're not choosing themselves. And we don't know how best to work with that, but we learn in time how best to work with it. 
<laughs> basically with authenticity and transparency having conversations and then being able to know that people know the truth of what they choose so when presented with yeah you didn't choose life you didn't choose unconditional love you did not choose to be where you want to be or maybe you just don't want to be there it's very cute when you actually can have people who acknowledge well i'm not these things but yes i did make a choice and then they can acknowledge that there are people who understand their choices and don't define them as reductive but understand them this is what the i see you i soothe you i'm here safe haven safe base i support your passions or desires do you support them is the question and so here we'll use a little bit of a story that way you can gather one if you are in the enlightenment soul age group you're doing great and dandy i know it uh, rock on high fives our physical stuff is what's in the works as always learning to hold more charge or discharge this energy is beautiful but love is as always expanding to the most amazing horizons and for those who are instead going to right now in this lovely month because it's this month that they get to choose expansion so the people who choose to allow themselves to identify their old energy which is going to still keep being there with them but then they expand to also their new energy so what is this this means that you bring together more of your own divine masculine divine feminine why because your masculine is your brain and that's you moving towards integration and your feminine is your body and that means you getting out of this defectiveness at the heart so one we get to feel a whole heart for those who move into this completely rock on yay i'm <clears throat> very happy uh this is where it's all about moving into becoming compassionate beyond a reason towards yourself and all humanity not just some so you get to begin that practice of how to handle biological rudeness by you practicing to be in your green light it's not hard if you're moving into 5d land okay you don't have to be in enlightenment land but 5d land very at the very least you're moving into your oneness consciousness so you understand that you want to engage and you like to learn how to be in neutrality and to pursue inner growth versus stay in the loop thinking that is the biochemistry of fear in the rumination you're not going to sit in your temporal junction and just sit and think and do nothing all day or you know again use whether it be alcohol drugs sex whatever compulsive stuff could have been a part of the equation okay so moving into wholeness is equal to you knowing all humanity is worthy this word doesn't mean shit to a person who's 5d every human being is a self and choosing themselves for the love cycle we did this without needing to be told it our body told us i'm my own body i'm my own brain you're nobody doesn't matter if you're a parent if you're a sibling whoever the hell you are get away from me <clears throat> don't tell me how to think or feel because that's not how this works and this is that lovely three-year-old with the agency and not backing off meaning no matter what whooping or whatever there are people who will have said and stated i've stayed compassionate my entire life and it didn't matter who came to me and said no it ain't so okay so for love cycle people we will have been brought every year you get challenges to expand they're not because you have to learn anything it's just called expansion and whenever you are choosing love consistently with a love cycle 
what's going to be presented to you is a challenge with love. The shame cycle people, they also get the challenge of love. But the difference is, those of us with a love cycle, we've already chosen ourselves. Which is why the 4D, 3D, and all the other soul age groups, they don't really understand what they're doing when they talk about how to choose themselves. But I'm going to leave that one to the side for now. I'm going to get back to our topic. And again, so people with the shame cycle who are ready to get out of this, they get presented a person at the very least one or a situation where unconditional love is presented and their body gets to feel it their body because their heart they need to identify that feeling of i'm alone and i feel defective and i'm wasting my life away in a way that i don't actually need to or want to so they have to have a different feeling to dissolve so that has happened for a number of people. That there's a dissolving of this defectiveness, shame, limitation, whatever it is, at the heart in different ways. People have these experiences. Some, it's a person. Some, it's the job that they got. Some, it's an injury because they get injured and they're forced into something different. Okay, so if you're conscious, which is where the... 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group is. We are always conscious of our expansion happening. And so when I've been presented with my, I, I don't consider them challenges in the way of, oh my God, it was hard, but it is challenges in the way of presented the opposite of love again and again and again to the point of actually even seeing that love does not exist because of complete being treated in specific ways so that those moments that moments those moments we've discussed them and every time being able to continue to believe in love which is our ventral vagal nerve anyways and us engaging in our body in this social engagement system so for us this quote-unquote ego death is not an ego death the love cycle people it's an actual expansion of love again and again and again and no matter what you will have experienced you don't call it something uh, that is you dying because you move into a beyond land although there is a death if you will for certain people the non-disciples those people that are adaptive children who want to point out here let me tell you who you are and here are the conditions okay so we don't really engage that much in that type of communication. But the people who are on our wavelength, nah, nah, those are beautiful people. So they will know what we're saying and they'll say, no, nah, you, you still you're still part of that group, even though you're saying you're not, but you're still here together. So expansion meets expansion and we're always aware of this, of this choice of love. When shame chooses finally to be dissolved, they will be presented again, a person, a situation. The feeling of their wholeness is given to them. The feeling of safe haven, safe base. And so I will use the person because we talk about being a functional adult, the love language. So when a person who is ready to become more of themselves, when they're met at the eyes, the eyes are important, they speak to each other. And they're finally seeing themselves through a compassionate lens of another human being who is consistently presenting them this compassionate lens. It's not once, it's not twice. Again and again and again. And even in the face of them not choosing 
love. Okay, so even in them making a conscious choice, I'm not going to accept this. I'm going to accept that which is less than. And they can see the difference because they can feel it. So they cannot deny, wow, okay, that's compassion. That's true love. This is not. Uh, this is the non-disciples. These are the people with their conditions. If you don't stop doing this, I'm going to tell you. what. I, so those are adaptive children relationships. Plenty of them out there. They don't dissolve shame. They just continue to live their non-self-existence with a whole bunch of different groups. Yada, yada. Leave them out. So right now, instead, what we're talking about is people choosing, okay, I'm going to accept this this time around. I want it. And I'm going to thrive with it because they recognize this is what it means to be a person, to have an individual who's my safe haven and my safe base, and more than just one, to have a community. And if my community won't be that, I will be it for myself. And from that moment forth, a safe haven, safe base person, which is what you move into if you get a mind and a heart that is whole within your own self and you choose, I treat myself with respect. I treat myself with love. I treat others with respect. I treat others with love. I consistently use my mouth when somebody is trying to get me to do something or not something. Okay. Being supportive of each other means that we actually take note. When people have attachment ruptures and unresolved trauma, they don't consciously know how to be adults. Their psychological floor is fucked up. And this is not a making up. It's a fact. And so here's why those non-disciples and all the people who want to think that they can go around telling other people what to do, they don't know what they're talking about. They didn't learn what they learned about trauma or somatics to help people. They're in modulated bodies. They are disciples wanting their weight, wanting their word. I know what I'm talking about. You don't know if you're talking about a human being like a piece of shit. You do not know the truth of what you're saying because if you did, then you would not be talking about humanity as shit. You'd hold your tongue You'd know, no, this isn't right. I'm not meant to be treated this way. This is a bullshit. When people don't choose compassion, 5D mystics come on over here. Our oversoul, every time in my oversoul, they've chosen not themselves and not love. I know. I know. And I get to share that with some of them. And that sharing is very important because when you're sharing again with unconditional love, and it's from the eyes and from the heart and from the body. And there's, you know what? Yeah, your choice is not love. Your choice was something that is not actually a positive, if you will. But you find it positive. So if you find it positive for your life, I support you. You're not mine. You're not my ownership. You're not my object. You're a person. And you have your own desires, your own wishes, your own way of enjoying life. May you enjoy your life the way it is you want to enjoy your life. This is something that gives the person the opportunity to make different choices. So if they want to fight for their life, if they want to fight for love, and not in a way of battling, no, in a way of thriving, they take the unconditional loving hand and they say, wow, you know what, come on over here, let's rock the world together and let's create more love. And here we have more Zen masters moving into their lovely, lovely compassion beyond a reason and not the adaptive children. When you can support a person to move beyond their unresolved trauma, their attachments, 
wounds, their attachment ruptures. As Daniel Siegel points out in all of the people at NICABM and every single one of the actual psychoeducators that are good, all of them, when you heal, and it's, I don't consider it healing, but I understand why they use the word healing. Because a person who has this heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, this defectiveness at heart, they will feel defective at heart until they meet the eyes and the heart of someone who says, you're not defective, <laughs> you're beautiful. What are you talking about? Don't you see how much you make me laugh or, you know, make others laugh? Don't you see the beauty you bring to this plane? The saddest part is seeing people that are communities not supporting each other because they don't have the knowledge. They, oh, they know about popularity and all that culture shit. In this moment, for me, all of that is shit. If you don't know how to treat your loved ones with care because you're ignorant in the psychoeducation and you don't believe it, but you believe in evil, well, guess what? You should go and learn stuff, not be thinking you, you're actually doing someone a service by shaming them by yelling at them, by insulting them, by calling them names, by talking about them in ways that are completely unnecessary. Completely unnecessary, but completely part of those non-disciples. You need to kick out the compulsive thief. They always do it. We've forgiven them many times, and we don't want to anymore. No. <laughs> you can leave. Uh, they are staying. Being a functional adult is the spirituality process. Being an integrated mind and restorative embodied self is the spirituality process. People love to hear about enlightenment because it strikes the ego of a person. So get your ego to become a lovely grown-up and compassion in your body is you in a spirituality process because, again, yoga, it's a portfolio of ventral vagal nerve toning exercises, uh, sitting in silence. Uh, that's called mindfulness, starting to use your cortex. Maybe if you get mindsight going on in there too, you might learn a thing or two of how to handle your emotions and those triggers. They're not to be ashamed of. There's no emotion to be ashamed of. It's called you learning to be a grown-up potentially by managing your emotional triggers. So not being ashamed of getting angry, not being ashamed of having a reactiveness, talking about it, using your body using your body's narrative, somatic narrative, using the support of good trauma experts, using your own ability to choose you. People right now in this lovely month get to choose themselves. That new moon has cleared a slate, has made things in their awareness. The people who, again, made choices last year where they said, no, I'm going to do another shitty year, quote-unquote. I'm going to do another year of shame. I'm going to do another year where I'm going to use whatever, do whatever. Right now they're getting to see the energetic difference the opportunity. So again, if they move into it, what happens is there is a version that is expanded. If they don't, then they repeat the cycle and really a person will solidify at a certain point in their actual persona. I've had plenty of my oversell peeps reach out. In fact, one of them, thank goodness they're okay. I was worried for a bit about them. Um, that's what I love about the consistency. All of us are consistent. So when a person chooses to stay within their defectiveness cycle, it is something that they won't notice anything about because there's plenty of disciples. They get to non-disciples, excuse me. They got plenty of adaptive children. And 3D, 4D land is over there. Also, other soul age group land is over there. And these people don't do green light. 
And so they're not looking in the eyes of loved ones saying you're unconditionally loved, you're unconditionally loved, you're no. They're they're doing the whole let me tell you a thing or true about being a person. So that's for those people. We we don't do that. And so here's one joy. One joy is being able to share with people who need that unconditionally loving person to say you're awesome and you're loved. Even if you don't choose me, that's okay. I actually am very understanding. Obviously, we might not always have these tones, but the reality is the heart is not there to say you have to choose me. When we unconditionally love, which is what a love cycle person will always do, and those who get out of shame do too, we don't want you to choose us. That's not why we're saying, come here, I love you for who you are. We want you to choose you. We want you to choose your heart. Live your beautiful heart, not my heart. My heart's my heart. You got your own heart. And so here's what is beautiful to be able and share, especially with people that don't have that at all. You don't have not even one person who says, hey, you're amazing. And instead, when they get that amazing, even if you didn't choose me, you're still amazing. And actually, I'm happy you're happy. And this is where my lovely oversoul, I've gotten those opportunities in these past days with the new moon. I've had at least two that I was able to give them this, uh, this type of love. And it's always a very, very beautiful feeling because it's that lifeline. Remember, the infant doesn't choose to feel defective because they want to. It's the way to maintain sanity with their only lifeline, which would be that caregiver who's not giving them contingent communication. But the functional adults, those of us in Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we're contingent in our communication. So we consistently show up. So these people know without a shadow of a doubt. And while, again, the non-disciples think that this is bad, they don't know what shame is because they haven't resolved their own. So they're in grandiosity or their own limitations. 3D, 4D, other soul age groups is not our plane. Our plane is we're going to keep looking with those unconditionally loving eyes. And even when those hands are not taken, the beauty, again, about allowing ourselves to speak truth is this. Yeah. You didn't choose unconditional love, and you didn't choose your own self. But I'm still here to cheer you up and to maybe make you laugh and to maybe get you to, at some point or another, choose your own self. <laughs> so hope never dies. Here's where we always know anyone can tap into their infinite higher human consciousness potential. Their experience is theirs. And if they choose inner critic, outer critic, then they withdraw and they do compulsive drugs, sex, food, alcohol, playing games, doing things that don't matter, we still will be there. We'll still be there to support them in a way that obviously leads them to no, you know, no bullshit. If you're being in a place that's not good for you, it'll be like, yeah, that's kind of not good for you. <laughs> but we love you, you know, so we'll, we'll be there. But at the end of the day, there's no shame look. There's a love look, so that's the, the difference. The love look is what can allow a person to feel in their body seen and they're soothed and they're safe. And so with a safe haven and a safe base, a person who says, whatever your desires you do, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you, choosing you. Other people, solo poly, right, right here, compersion. Um, it doesn't affect us in a way of, it's not a good thing. No, we want our loved ones to be happy. And knowing that that can dissolve shame is what 
I'm trying to point out to all of you who are functional adults. That's why the love language of us as adults is important. So please allow yourselves to be the people who look each other in the eyes with that uncontrolled love. We are all imperfect. We're all flawed. None of us are defective. The people who need to know this are the ones that we, the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, the 5D Mystic, are already actively, directly and indirectly supporting. And this new moon has given us more of an opportunity to do that again with those who are ready to move into their next step. And I look forward to sharing with you who and how these things move along. So be back for more. In the meantime, have a wonderful day.